In a global industry where anything can happen, where mistakes cost much more than dollars, we bring you expertise from around the world to ensure that everyone goes home safe every day. The internationally acclaimed Oil & Gas HSE podcast starts now with your host, Russell Stewart. Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the OGGN HSE podcast. If you appreciate this podcast, and we certainly hope you do, please leave us some nice comments and likes on LinkedIn. Like us on iTunes. We are heard in over 100 countries, so this is international in scope. And as a matter of fact, we've got something international in scope for you today. Remember, our sponsor is Anderson Hauser. Anderson Hauser is a global leader in measurement instrumentation services and solutions for industrial process engineering. And you can actually, if you happen to be in Houston at the Downstream USA 2021 conference, that will be October the 21st and the 22nd. And then also in Houston, there will be an automation fair November the 10th through the 11th. And Anderson Hauser will be there showcasing their portfolio of oil and gas application products, technologies, and services at these two conferences. So please check out their their booth. All right, folks. And also remember OGGN. Go to the OGGN website to find a list of, of all our oil and gas podcasts. And then for those of you who are in the Houston area, remember our industry mixer that we have on the last Thursday of each month, starting at the six o'clock at the Cannon. And we also have a special relationship with the Cannon. If any of you, as a matter of fact, are not in the Houston area and you come into the Houston area and you need some temporary office space for a day or, or a few hours, you can, through OGGN's relationship with the Canon, we have access to that for you. All right. Today, I'm going to be perfectly honest with everybody. I'm probably in way over my head <laughs> as I introduce as I introduce our two guests this, today. First of all, I have Christina Pitt, and then I have Vanessa Scobie. And whichever one of you two wants to go first, I'm going to let you introduce yourselves. Thanks, Russell. Thank you for having us on. I want to thank you, say thanks first, and we're privileged to be here. So first of all, let's talk about GoWork and what GoWork is, and then I'll let Christina and I will introduce ourselves. So, All right. Hang on. Okay. So you just, you know, I told you guys before we started recording, if you start using acronyms, and I don't know what they are. <laughs> so everybody's looking at this podcast, and so it's called Go. It's capital G, capital O, capital A, capital R, capital C. So you guys are this is the name of your company, GoArc? Yes, Christina, I'm going to let you take the acronym and then I'll talk about GoArc. I think we're going to have to start with a, a sneak a peek to our second conversation and invite our CEO and our three founders to tell the story behind it because I don't know the full story. But Go stands for Go as in take action and AR stands for augmented reality as that's one of the initial insights behind the company, but I don't want to steal the thunder. So I think we're going to do a sequel to this. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe we will. And I think we're going to talk about this later, but your CEO is where? He's in Israel. Yes. He's in Israel. Right, yes. right, right. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So I'll go ahead and tell you a little bit about Gork. Let me just kind of give you a background and tell you who Gork is and a little bit of, you know, from where they were born, which is out of Israel. So GoArc is an award-winning safety AI platform with an advanced centralized visual command center. 
that aggregates data, breaks down data silos, and provides advanced real-time insight and analytics in a holistic view. So operations across the organization and across seniority levels engage in real-time and are able to make real-time immediate decisions that protect people and critical assets. So we are focused on connected workers, connected processes, connected assets, and operational excellence. Now, did you just say all that in one breath? I did. <laughs> okay. All right. We're going to have to back up here and you're going to have to, you're going to have to break that down for us a little bit. Okay. Okay. We actually talk about it throughout the presentation. So yeah, we'll dig into each one of those things in detail. Before we start digging. So Christina, where are you right now? I'm in my home office in Calgary, Alberta, Canada. All right. Okay. Let's see. We're in October right now as this is being recorded. So you guys got any snow yet? You're going to drill into this. I knew it. Uh, <laughs> You know what? As a matter of fact, it was quite warm and nice fall, almost summery weather a few days ago. And now it's definitely starting to smell like frost. Thank you for asking. (laughs) You don't know this, but when I was a teenager, I actually lived for three years in Lloyd Minster. Oh, did you? I did. And the first winter we were there was the worst winter they had had in 50 years. Oh, (laughs) minus 40s. One, one week, yeah, one week, the high for the week was minus 25. And that's the yeah, honest I'm sorry truth. about that. Yeah, well, I was too. I had a paper route and a snow shoveling <laughs> job. So. Anyway, I brought a love of hockey with me from Canada, but not nice. snow. Nice. Yeah. So, Vanessa, is that where you are? I'm in Houston, Texas, actually. So... Christine and I tag team. We're North America. Actually, we're America's leaders. So that includes North, Central, and South America, but we're primarily focused in North America. Okay. So you're primarily focused in North America, but your CEO's in Israel. Correct. So, but you know what, Christina, let's introduce ourselves and then we can kind of talk about, because we're leaders in the Americas, but yes, this is a, a GoWork is a global company. We have, I think, a business in how many countries do we have business in? 30 countries. We have, we cover all continents. Yeah. Okay. Africa, I would say. We have a business across 30 companies, 130,000 users in 15 different languages. So that kind of. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that makes you the perfect fit for the internationally acclaimed OGGN HSE podcast. Correct. It does. (laughs) All right. So start digging. Okay. Christina, I'll let you introduce yourself. Okay. Sounds good. My name is Christina Pitt. I am currently in a position of Digital Transformation Director with GoArc. I started about four months ago. My background is in geomatics engineering, and I've worked in fields of electrical, biomedical, geomatics, aerospace, and construction, both urban and oil sands. And so I've worked with both uh, engineering or EPCM companies and technology, and I've been both a client and a vendor. So my experience in the oil sands as an operations manager has been in the Canadian oil sands has been one of the most valuable experiences over the last probably seven years, I would say, that set me up to have a really good outlook on things. So I have worked in digital transformation over the past six years with connected wearables and advanced analytics. So I have been connecting with global businesses and understanding how they make decisions and how they inspire and implement change. And this is mostly in oil and gas, petrochem, manufacturing, I would say, and a little bit in aerospace. 
So I am personally very curious and fascinated by the human brain. I thrive on creative energy and I love to see courage in people and them inspiring change. So I'm really interested in connecting with different companies, having conversations and seeing how we can facilitate that change in digital transformation. So I'll pass it on to Vanessa to do her introduction. Thanks, Christina. Okay, so my name is Vanessa Scobie, and I've been a communications and business development consultant for 22 years, primarily focused on energy, technology, finance, media, and energy-related government activities. So I joined GoWork in August. We're a growing team, and I spent the three years prior with the Israeli Ministry of Energy and Israeli Ministry of Economy as a director of energy trade and partnerships, and there... I sourced global partners for Israel's offshore bid rounds and energy infrastructure developments, and also brought Israeli technology to innovation, energy innovation leaders in the U.S. to solve industry challenges. So now I lead business development for GoWork in the Americas, and my role is to identify, inform, and bring forward-thinking innovators to the table to revolutionize industrial safety through data and dynamic data. So that there's a difference between data and dynamic data. Okay, so through dynamic data and processes that lead to operational excellence. So, and this is where, you know, I'm going to tell you a little bit about GoWork's background as an Israeli company, since I'm coming from, this is my background, Israeli government and, and trade and working with 160 Israeli startups over the last three years, I kind of have a little idea of kind of where Israel shines. And this is where, GoWork was born. So the mentality, the innovation, the education. In fact, Israel, let me let me preface this by saying Israel has more engineers, PhDs, investment, and startups than any other country in the world per capita. So wow, that's very interesting. Yeah, so there's a whole society design thinking society. You know, I mean, this is a culture in which these folks are born. They're born to innovate. They're born to test. They're born. It's design thinking, which is just now, like some people are just figuring what that means. That means, you know, and Israel, you know, and this is basically how it happens. So Israel is a leader in both advanced visual technology and all things data acquisition, processing, and predictive analytics. So why? Why are they a leader in these technologies? Okay, so I think that they were developed as a means to protect Israel from its regional adversaries. So for Israel, innovation was not a nice tab. It's a must have. You have to, they have to innovate. Or, you know, be driven into the sea by their neighbors. So that's kind of the bottom line is. So as a result of all this, you know, research, development, innovation around keeping Israel safe and also keeping a close eye on the behavior of its neighbors, Israel has emerged as a world leader in physical security, cybersecurity, safety and emergency response technologies that are able to collect, process and predict threats based on behavior. So and this is where we get to we're going to start you know, getting really innovative here. So as far as technology, innovation around understanding behavior is no longer limited to simply identifying or responding to anomalies that pop up in IT and OT systems. Okay, that's kind of how we see cybersecurity in a way. But behavioral science now extends to understanding decision making with the ability to train and coach. So and this brings us to GoWork. So GoWork, two of the three founders have a background in psychology. And so, and they saw the need, an industry need actually, to put frontline workers in the center of this industry 4.0 diagram and and expand that directive to include connected workers and processes 
into the or with the industry 4.0's connected equipment and devices and assets. So now we're looking at, we're focused on the connected worker and what that means. And this brings us, interestingly enough, to how innovative GoHard is, okay? Because there's this new thing called Industry 5.0. And Industry 5.0 basically says, you know, we're focused on people. We're focused on upskilling people. We're focused on how do people work with robots, devices, machines, you know, sensors. And because, it, you know, and, and interestingly enough, GoWork has, this is how the whole platform was designed around this. So it's now just, the EU is now just putting out, beginning of the year, 2021, they're putting out this definition that says, okay, here's this new industrial revolution, the next industrial revolution, industry 5.0, what does that mean? And it's really around the workers and sustainability, and Gork is already ahead of the group here. So I'm going to actually hand this to, to Christina to talk a little bit more about Industry 5.0 and how we differentiate ourselves. Hey, it's Mark LaCour, Editor-in-Chief here at OGGN. Sorry for the interruption, folks, but I just want to share a few quick things for November. First, our industrial mixers here in Houston, November 17th. It's usually the last Thursday of each month, but because of the holidays, we're having to move stuff around. We're also launching a new live stream, OGGN Unscripted, on November 16th. We'll be at the Rockwell Automation Fair November 10th through 11th. You can come free. We'll have a live podcast there. We'll be hosting some panels. And then we'll also be at the 23rd World Petroleum Congress 5th through 9th, once again with live podcast and hosting a couple of panels. For this information and everything else, just follow us on social. Check us out on LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook. And if you go to LinkedIn, go ahead and join the OGGN Street Team. I'll see you again next month. Okay, and before you do that, so Industry 4.0, Mm-hmm. For those of us who aren't familiar with that, let us know what that is. So now we know how we're moving on past that to 5.0. Yeah, I can take this one. Okay. <laughs> so we've been through different industrial revolutions throughout the last few decades. The last industrial revolution 4.0, as people call it, industry 4.0, has to do with, you know, we've already automated kind of manufacturing and production you know, no longer people are doing things manually. Industry 4.0 is where we felt a need for gathering data from all these devices, assets, machines, and we're putting sensors in them. So they're sending information somewhere, typically to either a physical system or we've made things wirelessly. So that data is collected somewhere, but it's very siloed. So we had this concept and, you know, roughly it started around 2013, 2014 saying, you know, industry 4.0 is going to be formed and everything's going to be sending signals and connecting to each other. And we're going to get these, you know, this data and learn from it and have kind of a 360 picture of how our operations are working. That hasn't really happened. So what's going on is everything is siloed and, you know, there's a lot of focus on productivity and in kind of uh, AI, so artificial intelligence and machine learning coming in. And there's this kind of creeping notion of let's make things so productive that we don't really need that many people. And then people feel like whenever there's a productivity study, that just means I'm going to lose my job because now a robot's going to come in. So we've identified and we're starting now, this is the beginning kind of notions of Industry 5.0, where we're rethinking that concept and putting the people back in the recipe and saying, we don't want to lose that knowledge. We need to put the person in the middle because 
the decisions that they can make cannot be you know done by a computer you have this knowledge and that you need to harness so we want to capture that we want to put the people back in the center and we want to make sure that everything around it is working for that person and now we're gathering insights out of data it's not just data alone but we cross reference that data we have insights that can proactively help people make a better decision well wow, that's very interesting because you just hit on an important point worth the price of admission today yeah, everybody's looking at artificial intelligence and robots and that sort of thing. And, and, you know, we're pushing out the human factor, but you talk about putting people back into the equation and you use the phrase, the connected worker. So that's the five from four. That's the 5.0 is putting people back into the equation. That's correct. I want to interject here for just a second. The last few years, Russell, you and I know, and all three of us know that the oil and gas industry has really suffered. Like, you know, a lot of knowledge has walked out the door as retirees have walked out the door. That is absolutely right. Everybody knows that. Yeah. So, okay. So, and then, you know, you have a situation where we're developing technology and that's all great. And so we're able to, you know, hopefully replace. That's kind of the idea is let's replace. We'll have, you know, a smaller workforce. However, you cannot replace deep industry knowledge and processes and how are these things done and the understanding of the business. And we have a with knowledge gap just because of those folks have left, but then also not a lot of, you know, we have a, there's not a lot of folks in oil and gas in the kind of in the middle there. And so what are you going to do with all this technology? You have to understand how to use it, you know? And so you have to put the worker back in there. Someone who understands the business, who understands communication, who understands relationships and how things work. Yeah. Absolutely. And so to play on that even a little bit further is you do have that knowledge gap. And then what's happening is you have new workers coming in. They get, you know, training, but now it's not to the same depth. And everything seems to be, for the most part, you know, working with the largest clients in the in the world that are running, you know, oil and gas industry, they're still siloed, you know, and you have new people coming in, they get limited training. And they're even the people that are, are leading them and things like that, they seem to kind of not see the full picture. So when you're saying connected worker, it's not only connected worker, it's the connected plant, it's connected right. processes, the entire 360 of the operations, visualizing things and not just seeing them and making sense out of them, but actually being able to manage that work all in the same application or platform. I was just going to use that word. So that's what the GoArc platform is. That's correct. So what GoArc is, it's a software company. We have an integrated platform that pulls information from sensors, assets, from your SAP, from your Pi and your Oracle. So any information that you have on how the business is running, how your scheduling is running, asset information, from people, obviously. It's pulling in any additional sensors that you want to have that are on wearables or you know watches, drones, collision prevention, anything like that that you want to add. We are one central brain where you're pulling all that information. You can actually do the work in this platform. So let's say you're an operator in a refinery and you have to do operator rounds or you need to do a permit you can do all the work 
in the same platform, you're going to have a phone or a tablet that's intrinsically safe. And you're walking around and you have a customized software that's we've sat down and we've worked with every single person that's going to be using the platform in order to design it in a way that it makes sense logically. So it's asking you questions and it's telling you, today you have 10 tasks. You need to do one or two of them immediately. And it tells you what they are. And it's asking you the questions, you know, is this in good health? If something is not good, then you can take a picture. You can say, there's an issue with this pump. I need to sending a picture and now I'm filling out a safety report and I'm sending it out to a maintenance manager. I'm sending it out immediately or simultaneously to a safety manager. I'm sending it to a group of people and they immediately see that it's pushed to their app. They immediately see this notification. There's an issue. So, and there's, you know, assigning work. So communication is traveling laterally as well as up and down. It's also dynamic. So it's not just that, that you can work inside the same system that you can see all of the analytics, but then based on your, your response to the questions or to the tasks, like your communications might go to different groups of people or to different managers or to different, you know, so the next step, this is where artificial intelligence and machine learning comes in. The next step is it's dynamic based on your response, based on the worker's response to whatever they're doing inside the system, the work that they're actually performing. Yeah, that's correct. So the biggest advantage of how we do work is, yes, everything's integrated into one platform. You can perform the work in the same platform where you're visualizing and analyzing it, which is something that is very rare. And you can send notifications to people in real time, assigning jobs and creating this awareness so next time you have a safety meeting in the morning or, you, or your GM comes in and says, what are our top three or five problems right now? Then you can pull it up because you have these insights and you're saying, this happened today, yesterday, over this week, we've already fixed it. And then proactively, you can decide what needs attention or what assets you know, need to have increased maintenance checks because now they're not, you know, maybe something's failing a little bit earlier than you expected. But you see the power of knowledge in real time and being able to communicate across the business and sharing this awareness. And also it looks really super cool when you see the command center and the control room. (laughs) Okay. So I'm an operator or, you know, I'm a refinery or petrochemical plant or something like that. And I want to look at the GoArc platform and see if it's, you know, the right thing for me or whatever, how do I go about doing that? So you'll have a phone or a tablet that already has the platform loaded and you're going to be, you're going to have authority to see whatever you're supposed to see for the level of, you know, the, the role that you're playing in the company. And you already know what you need to be doing that same day. And you have opportunity to communicate any issues to anyone in the company that is relevant for that. So how it works is your lead or your supervisor or people in a control room will have an actual installed touchscreen monitor and they see exactly what's on the menu for today. They see what's happened in the past week or month or days. So they see a picture you know, of what's happened. They see a picture of what's going on this week and then they have a look ahead. So there's analytics 
for every layer of the organization, for every kind of business unit. And you decide what kind of visibility people have and how they communicate that information across the different departments. So that part alone is really, really valuable. So what happens is if, you know, before GoArc, somebody goes to work and they feel like a little cog wheel and they, they're doing what they're, you know, supposed to do and they don't really see the outcome of that or nobody really makes a big deal about what they found, even if they found, you know, a big problem and, and it was fixed and prevented something, you know, a big, you know, event from happening. Now with GoArc, what happens is that person is going to get the recognition because the awareness, the spreading information is going viral across the company. So they know who did what. And one of the biggest things that GoArc does is reward positive behavior. So I've worked with implementing, you know, software solutions in in the past or, you know, wearable devices, and you can have a really great product, but you can really mess up the deployment of it because of how companies decide to roll things out. If you have a top-down approach and you say your leadership wants you to do this, usually the frontline workers are not very happy about it because they don't really see the benefit of it. I can tell you that with GoArc's people-centered kind of concept, you are absolutely benefiting every layer of the company and especially the frontline workers and middle management. So they see the benefit of it because now they don't need to use paper. Everything that they do is immediately sent to a central brain and all that information is cross-referenced for the analytics side, but their job is a lot easier. You have old timers of 50, 60 years of age that have been in the industry forever. And guess what? They don't like change. They don't like something new because whatever they're doing works. They absolutely love our system. It's so easy to use. It's what Vanessa was saying, you know, with people with the knowledge kind of leaking out of the industry. What we can do is we can record a training video based on your people with your overalls on your site using your lingo. And that training video is now going on the app that you're using because you're a newbie and you don't really know how to check, you know, one of these units and you have your people teaching you all this knowledge that may be missed otherwise. So we've really thought of everything. That's great. That's great. So to find out more about this, go to your website. Is that right? I think the best thing to do is probably reach out to Vanessa or myself. And okay. well, we I would say put your LinkedIn contact info in the show notes. Yeah, absolutely. We'll do that. And we want to kind of shout out to any leaders in the industry who have active initiatives in the fields of digital transformation, operational excellence, connected plant, connected worker. If they're interested in command centers, predictive analytics, process safety, emergency management, you know, shift change, Anything that can streamline processes from wherever they are now, whether they're advanced or they're going from, you know, paper and Excel, just reach out to us and we'd love to have a conversation and see if we can do anything and how we can do it and just brainstorm solutions and get a team to implement them. Well, with that and all that that you just said, and with the beginning of everything that you just said, as I said at the beginning, this is all way over my head. But you gals are obviously very smart and got this under control. I want to thank you, Christina and Vanessa. So Vanessa, you're in Houston. How'd you get to Israel? 
That's a great question. <laughs> With a long answer. We may have to say that for, the, for when we bring on your CEO, because now was he in the Israeli defense ministry or in the... Mostly, I would say 99% of Israelis have been in the military because they're required to do that. You know, three, uh, three years for men, two years for women. And so everyone is very familiar with safety and security protocols. So I don't know exactly his background and like IDF or his military background, but everybody has to go. So we can ask him that question. We may want to do that on another podcast because it sounds like we've just scratched the surface. <laughs> Absolutely. We have experts in command centers and Navy SEALs. And, um, and, yeah, it's true. Yeah, and, we have special forces. Right. We have special forces. We have, yes. do have, yeah, exactly. All right. Well, Christine and Vanessa, thanks for coming on. I hope we can do it again. I want to thank everyone again for listening. Remind you, this podcast would not be possible if it were not for our sponsor, Anderson Hauser. Anderson Hauser is a global leader in measurement instrumentation services and solutions for industrial process engineering. They provide process solutions for flow measurement, level pressure, temperature analytics, and much more, optimizing processes and efficiency, safety, and environmental impact. They serve many industries across the globe, including a focus in oil and gas. Anderson Hauser, the people for process automation. Tune in again next time for another episode of the Anderson Hauser Oil and Gas HSE podcast, a production of the Oil and Gas Global Network, and we'll see you next time. Thanks. Tune in next week for another engaging episode of the Oil and Gas HSE podcast, a production of the Oil and Gas Global Network. Learn more at OGGN.com.